So every single day I wake up to about a hundred emails and like, I think that's just part of adulthood and it's one of the worst parts. I mean, of many worst parts, um, but the, the amount of emails that I receive that I need to respond to is, is, uh, crippling. Maybe is that might be a good word to, to call it. But then there is also, um, the, cause like the, the emails I have to respond to are like five to 10% of all the emails I receive. And the other 95 to 90% of that are just ads from eBay that I don't know how to unsubscribe to <laughs> or like just just random ads about like, you know, websites that I had free one free trial on for, you know, to buy whatever that I used eight times with the eight different email accounts I have. So I get that email eight times through all of those different email accounts. And it's um, quite a nightmare. That said, I did receive an email earlier this week uh, from Terrible Posture Games. Oh. And I opened it and I was like, who is who is this? I, I figured <laughs> I figured it was some some like indie developer that I had given my email to at like a convention or whatever. Um, because I tried their game and I I you know I like to get updates on games that I like, uh, that that I get to try out. But no. Terrible posture games, perhaps better known on this show as the developers of three out of ten, sent me an email saying, Hey. Three out of ten, too. I was like, work on the title. But <laughs> um, uh, no, it's like three out of ten season two um, is is coming out in, when, is, when does it say, April? Yeah, April 8th. Which is pretty soon. That's yeah. like next month. Yep. And it's also um, coming out the same time as they're releasing it for all the other systems. I, and here, this is the most exciting part of this email for me, is that they say um, we're doing... Xbox One, Switch, and Xbox Series X, uh, which is great because it means that I won't have to find a computer to play it on. You know what I mean? Like, it it didn't run on... uh, (laughs) There's no Mac. I'm showing my gamer card here with my MacBook. Um, Or I guess lack thereof. Uh, It doesn't run on Mac, so I had to, like, find... I had to borrow someone's computer for two and a half hours and just sit through and marathon all uh, five episodes of that. But... um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I liked the first one. I we 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 did a whole episode on it. I think maybe a whole episode. Um, and I am excited to see where it goes in season two because if I remember correctly, didn't she go to Canada in search of someone was sick? Weren't they? Shoot what? Um 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 um, um the guy the bald guy was sick. That was like one of the episodes I thought, and they had it was like, like the last episode. Yeah, and then there was also like some like crazy conspiracy going on, and then she was like working for the bad guys, and you're oh, like, Midge, that's right. what's going on, Midge? Why are you doing that, Midge? And then she looked really sad. She's like, I'm not working for you anymore. And then they were like, No, we're gonna kill you. Like this is the kind of drama you can get in three out of ten. I do have some bad news for you though. Okay. On April eighth, three out of ten, season one is coming out for the Switch, Xbox Series, XS, and the Xbox One. Oh, no. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, did, is Season 2 not coming out? For it looks the... like Season 2 is just coming out for... Oh, Epic. on the Epic Store. Yeah. No. Well... Um, okay, so I guess I'll have to find that computer I borrowed and threw <laughs> dust in a dumpster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, that's okay. I mean, I, I, I here's the thing: I liked it enough to do that, 
like, like I didn't feel like I wasted my time trying to get my hands on this thing and download the Epic Store and, and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. Um, oh, boy. Uh, I do like this, that what Terrible Posture says, uh, where does it say this? Uh, we very rarely send emails. This is our first one in three years. <laughs> Which is like, that's that's why I was so surprised. I was like, who are Terrible Posture games? Who is this? But uh, I liked your game, Terrible Posture. And uh, there's a whole episode about it. So maybe we'll do a whole episode about season two when it comes out uh, April 8th. I think, the, the, I think one of the best things about this coming out April 8th is that um, it's less than a year since season one came out. And I was very like unsure about playing through that game because I was like, oh, clearly they, they're calling this seasons and it might take forever for them to come up with the next one and I'll lose my interest by them. But yes, less than a year later, that's really cool. I'm really excited for that. I think if I remember, I said something on the show like, I don't know if I'm ever going to play like I, <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever see this through because right. <laughs> I mean, it's coming. It's. I think. I don't think that it said April 2021. If I remember correctly, it just said 2021. And I was like, well, might as well just not ever come out in terms of like my awareness of how to play these games, particularly because it was not accessible to me on, on my any platforms. Um, but the fact that it's coming out so soon, I think that that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and I think that that is how did how you do episodic gaming. You don't do it the way Kentucky Route Zero did it. Where they started in 2013 and finished it last year. Yeah, that's insane. Like, yeah, like I, I want to, like I do want to play through that game at some point, but I want to play through it at the pace at which it was released. So <laughs> I'm so just going to slow burn over it for ten years. Uh, I'll, you know, we'll 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 see back in episode uh, 924 uh, about what my thoughts of Kentucky Route Zero are, but. Okay, cool. Well, I'm looking forward to that then. So, yep. uh, but this Mark is not a critique. <laughs> this is not a critique of of episodic gaming and and uh, three out of ten. No, no, we'll we'll get to that. Um, which, by the way, I think we said this three out of ten. Terrible Posture Studios is doing it correctly. Uh, <laughs> small releases, smaller time frame. It works just fine. Terrible posture, good structure. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> we found the episode title, and it's only the intro. It's Hitbox. Yes! <laughs> Hitbox episode number 33. Uh, I can't believe I'm serious. I think that's going to be the title of the episode and it's in the intro, not <laughs> related to what we're uh, not related to what we are um, discussing today. But before we get into that, uh, the, the sort of big main topics, Justin, what are you playing? I, uh, I, I am <sighs> Yakuza guys. I got to sit down and talk to you. Why would oh. you do this to me? Oh, no. Why would you make us power level like this? It's not fun. Like, I want to leave. I'm at to the point right now where I've max bonded all my stuff. I have all this money to spend on, like, better weapons and armor. Um, I have so much of everything, but I can't leave this damn little city area before I go further in the mission. And I am just, I, I just want, I need to be to level 50. I need it to be done. I need to spend my money. I'm sick of leveling up in this damn battle tower. Thank you. These are my complaints. Are you like at the end of the game? No, I think uh 
I think there's maybe like 15, 16 chapters or something like that. Like there's still 12, 13. Yeah. It's 12 is like the big sticking point, but there's such a big jump from being like level 30 to now I have to be level 50. Like it just came out of like really nowhere. That Uh, sucks. It really does. And I got to say my, I did my hour a week that I've been promising myself I do. And it Mm -hmm. was hard. Like it was, I was forcing myself for the first time in that game to play it. And that's never a good thing. And I'm really not looking forward to doing it this week because I still have probably about three weeks of at least an hour um, before I can feel comfortable to move on. Dang. Yeah. Cause like I, I liked the three hours I played of it. In fact, I really, really liked it. And I think I said this maybe last week or the week before. Hearing that makes me absolutely not want to play this game. Yeah. Like hearing that you get three quarters of the way through and then it's like completely bombs you in terms of like it just like puts the brakes on everything to just level up that doesn't sound like fun to me and, personally. And, and it would be as simple as allowing me to go wherever I wanted. Like if I could just sure. leave this little area and explore a little bit more and do some of the side missions, I'd be cool with that. But I just feel like I can't do anything except for what I'm doing to move on. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, ah, man, because I would just love to run around the city and just level up that way. And even though it's a slow process, there's still missions and stuff I could do. But not yeah. cool, guys. When you make Yakuza like a dragon still to whatever you're going to call it, don't mm-hmm. do this to me. Dang. I will Dang. pay $10 to EA in order to level myself up. That's that's where you're at. You would buy a microtransaction to just do it. Yeah, but only to EA. <laughs> <laughs> only to EA. Are they involved with Yakuza? No, not, not at right? all. But EA yeah, is okay, traditionally really bad with their microtransactions. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I'm assuming they would give me some kind of fix. I'm sure. <laughs> but I mean, the, the way that game would be would be like, do you want to buy the weapons? No, like, I don't oh, want to buy no. the weapons. I just want to level up. I just want to play the game. Please. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, there is a Yakuza like a dragon Easter egg in Persona 5 Strikers. Oh, really? What is it? So uh, this is not a spoiler at all. In the beginning of the game, uh, basically how the structure of the game works is you have to um, research these in these different cities and like like listen to listen in on conversations to hear what people are talking about to just to figure out who exactly um, is like the big bad in each location. And in the first one, you are in Shibuya. So it's just like all the locations you've been to before. And um, all of your all of the fandom thieves are just like scattered about throughout the city. You can go talk to them, you know, see what's up with them. They'll have quests for you, whatever. Um, but you go to Makoto Nijima, student council president. Well, she's not student council president anymore. She graduated. She's in college. Um, she is standing outside the movie theater and she's like, oh, look at this. Now playing a dragon like a Yakuza. And it's like it's funny. And like I have a screenshot of it. It's it's. Um, yeah, it's I, fun. I think that's fun. One of the best things about Yakuza is just their like weird sense of humor, and they're yeah. they're like they get it. And I think it's funny that even with Persona uh, Five Strikers, they're clearly like trying to like pl- riff off their kind of silly humor and like parody yeah. stuff too. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, it is. It is fun. And um, I, to my understanding, a lot of those voice actors are in Yakuza or Yakuza, like a dragon. <laughs> it checks out, right? The same ten voice actors do everything. Um, yeah, it's true. Uh, so, uh, have you been playing more of uh, Persona Five Strikers? Yeah, uh, this has been quite the busy week for me, so I haven't had like a whole lot of time for a whole lot of games. Um, but yes, I've been playing more of that. It's my problems with it still sort of stand that it is like I like the game, but the combat is not like I. I just wish it was a sequel in the same genre of 
Persona 5. Um, that said, it's like it's not as tight of a story either. It's a story that I'm enjoying, but like I think that Persona 5 really explains what's going on and like it makes a lot of sense to the point of almost over explaining. I mean, like the tutorial is like seven hours. Um, whereas this one just like this is happening. Uh, okay. Why? It's just, it's happening. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, that's fine. I like, guess. I like the character dynamics. I like all this stuff. Um, like, I, like, Persona 5 Strikers, you don't have to work hard for me to like you. Like, don't worry. That said, if I, if I were not excusing a lot of, like, well, what about, like, hold on <laughs> moments, <laughs> then, then I think I would perhaps, uh, like you a little bit less. But it's, it's, it's good. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, what else are you playing? Anything? Uh, so, uh, big, big, big release uh, this week. Uh, I don't know if you know about it, but uh, I'm excited about it. We got new Smash characters. Characters, slash characters, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Pyra and Mithra, uh, the download, the big uh, download for Smash came out. Uh, I played them. I got to say, not I'm not the biggest fan of them as really? characters. Um, mostly because I feel like they're they're pretty, like, strong they lack uh good ranged abilities though hmm. and they're terrible at jumping up like they're they're on the the um like getting a recovery their recovery oh, is really oh, bad gotta, gotta. like the, to me they're very uh similar to like the um street fighter characters and the the belmonts the castlevania characters with the whips and stuff like yeah. they're, they're terrible at getting back up because their um up special is like they go straight up in the air and they do either a projectile kind of thing if you're mithra or like a pound to the ground if you're pyra so hmm. you're trying to get up and you're constantly like like jump jump straight up in the air down and like you get if you get hit Isn't far there, enough it's not great ike is like that isn't he yeah, uh, or and like Kirby too, but Kirby yeah. can fly. So I mean, um, I I I haven't again. I haven't like gone too deep into the character. Um, I think Ike does have a good like his side special does that like that quick okay. that quick thing to kind of get you back that way. It's like the lateral move that mm. is still moves you f- like towards the edge of the map, which is why he's at least better, not the yeah. best, but still better. But um, yeah, their recovery is not super great. And I, I think like um, when I when I played Sephiroth, I was like, this character is strong, good. There's a lot of good things about this character. I like I like his range, mm-hmm. I like his recovery. I like his kind of special stuff. Um, when you played Minecraft Steve, I thought Minecraft Steve is a very technical character, a character that I don't want to like personally get good with. But like right. you could tell like this could be a good competitive character. As of now, I don't know if I feel that way about Pyra and Mithra. Um mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're fine characters though um i i like them because they're sword characters i can use them uh but like i don't know they're definitely not even like to my brain i'm not like hey i'm gonna play with these and experiment with them uh, sure but i did like their single player story because it was like you fighting all the echo characters because they're technically almost like echo characters of each other because you know oh, how cool. the, the story mode they have like special scenarios for each of them yes yeah uh, so theirs was like all the echo characters and then the, at the end, you know, you have the stupid boss battle between the crazy hand and master hand, but yeah, yeah, go, go play smash. Uh, you know, it's funny. Like literally right before we started recording, Elena texted me like, Hey, can we play smash tonight? I'm like, all right, like, all Let's right, do maybe it. might, might check out those characters. Uh, maybe not. Cause it's what? Five bucks. Probably more. <laughs> maybe oh, it's it? five. I don't know. I, I just get the character pass, which is what? 30. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like, I'm kind of, if we're going to play, I might as well. 
if I'm going to download a character, I'm probably going to download Sephiroth. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I think definitely Sephiroth would be the fun one to play. Yeah, so, yeah, that's... that's I, I may update you next week about cool. <laughs> about how that goes. I've been playing a lot of Apex. <laughs> I feel like this has been your your game for quite some time, huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm pretty good at it, I think. I think I'm pretty good at it, and I like it a lot, and I like it. I like it a lot. I'm level 101 now. What's um, the max level? Uh, over 400. I've seen people with like 435, and I was like, whoa! And then I was like, that's going to be me. It's oh, gonna okay. be me. Cool. Is there any like prestiging? I I do like the prestige. Yeah, I mean, like you, you. So when you start up around, your player banner gets shown off. So like it shows you your team, and then it shows you the top ranked team in the last match. So like if you won a game last match, you're gonna be like shown to everyone. Um, and like when you die, your player banner shows up on your death box and stuff. Um, and so you can show off your level. And whatever, and and as you as you rank up through any specific season or event, you unlock different items and stuff. So the prestiging is done through like skins and, and things like that. If that kind of makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you get your cool skins and stuff. Yeah, it's a it's a good game. And spoilers, I'm excited to talk about it at length next week. What? We have a new season, and I'm going to be playing it on the Switch and on my PS5. Yeah, I'm gonna be doing that too. I'm gonna, we're gonna, you know, here's what we'll do, and maybe I'll cut this out of the episode. Who knows? We're gonna talk about the difference between playing it on the Switch and playing it on the PS5 <laughs> because and I think I, it's going to be very different. Yeah, what, what the biggest difference is that uh, it's uh, it it's I can play it in my bed. That's very true. Yeah, or on or on the commute. Yeah, my you know? my commute with my self driving car. That's right. Oh, that's actually kind of cool. <laughs> Well, driver-assisted yeah. car, but driver-assisted, you know, yes, yeah, I But I took a break from playing Apex this week with my Apex group to playing the Outriders demo. I know you played it last week. Mm-hmm. Have you stuck with it at all? Uh, I mean, I, I so I actually went to play it again today. It turns yeah. out, like literally, the mission I stopped on was like, well, the demo's over, and I was like, oh. So here's what we did. I log on and. It's like space, the final frontier. And I was like, all right, let's let's speed this up a little bit. And I'm watching it and I'm sitting there like with my friends because you have to get past a certain like the prologue to like play together. Um, And we were like, all right, do any of you guys care about this at all right now? No, let's just skip it all. Okay, so we're like every single cutscene, every single opportunity. That was a lot at the beginning there, huh? (laughs) Yeah, because like what we ended up saying is like if we like this enough to buy it and play it then i might look into this story a little bit more but up until but like just for the sake of like playing the game right now like yeah. i want to play it with you guys Aww. so all three of us had their different classes i was the fire guy the pyromancer and i like outriders the game can i what do you think yeah tell, yeah what do you got I, I, I think I talked pretty positively about it last week. Like I said, like I, mm-hmm. I was really gripped by the story. Um, it's like one of those, those, those you know, Destiny Circle Cursor games and everything. Uh, but then I heard people like just freaking ragging on it. Like I, so many people are like, yeah, it's not very good. They like, are so negative about it. And I'm like, dude, y'all love cyberpunk. Get over yourselves. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Outriders demo better than the medium. Yes cool um <laughs> i felt like i was making progress i felt i was having fun with my friends um 
I'll give this. I'll give this to the medium. Not that I, I think I probably talked about this when I when we did our episode on it. I didn't love like the story and the writing of the medium. I seem to like the story overall of Outriders better. From the beginning of every cutscene, I, I saw from the first like, four seconds. Everything. Wow, that's really damning <laughs> for the medium. <laughs> it is. I will say that the medium and like I I watched a handful of those first few like like up until the combat scenario is when i was like do any of you guys care about this at all <laughs> i'm like no um not right now at least uh the writing in the medium is way better than the writing in in outriders it feels like uh, the writing in outriders like someone just learned what swear words are so they like swear but it doesn't like it doesn't like entirely match up to what they're trying to say do you know what I mean? Yeah. Did you did you sort of like see that as well? Yeah. It, I, I the it's like what what what's your tone, dude? Like, and yes. there's nothing like wrong with, with like with it. It's just kind of like it's trying to be like bro shooter, but it's also trying to be like a sci fi epic, but it's also trying to be like silly at times. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like it, it is a weird kind of tone, but you know, knowing I mean, like knowing that's yeah. the guys who did Bullet Storm. Have you ever played Bullet Storm? No, but that's like a silly like. Yeah, it's like it's Same like kind, kind of, of thing, making right? fun of those things. Like there was a, a character when they did the remake they, that was Duke Nukem. Like you could play Duke Nukem as the character. Oh, really? so that's the kind okay. of like vibe <laughs> yeah. that game is, if that makes sense. But that's yeah, actually yeah. A, a really fun game. Uh, I would recommend that one a lot. Um, there a second one? Did they do Boltstorm Two? Or I, I don't know if they did, but they came out with like a remaster remake recently. Oh, that might be what I'm thinking. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, it is kind of like an odd tonally game. Uh, damn game. Was that was that kind of like that, that's what yeah but it would be like it would be like they say it would be like yeah the tone is damn weird and it's like yeah yeah it's like okay well when? When? I have an embarrassing Jeez. story about uh, swear words when I was when I was a child I believe it was yeah. third grade so okay. what is that eight years old nine years old maybe perhaps 10, whatever that is I was reading a book during independent reading time um, okay and then I came across the word damn in the book and they they had an n at the end of it so it was d-a-m-n so i went up to my teacher and i was like look they spelled damn differently so it wouldn't be a swear word and she was like cool <laughs> uh but we all know that damn is actually spelled d-a-m-n <laughs> and that was just a moron 10 year old <laughs> look it doesn't say a swear word points at a swear word <laughs> like what are you talking about <laughs> oh man i'm um, glad i don't teach grade school <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's um I liked it. I thought it was fun. I had a good time with it to the point where like, and I, I, I'm curious how it would be different if I played it by myself, you know? Um, but I had a good time with my friends with it. So we might all just get it once it comes out and just play through it and, and, you know, care about the story. Don't care about the story. Who cares? Um, I will say this. So I made the, the character I made was a woman. Um, and the voice actress not like this is a real person. I'm not trying to rag on this lady. I thought it left something to be desired. Hey, guess what? Yeah. The the male voice actress, uh, quoting uh, Home Alone 2 Lost in New York when uh, mm-hmm. Kevin gets into the taxi cab in Central Park. Not much better in here, kid. <laughs> okay, well, that's good to know. I remember being like, you know, see what you got. Like, I'm, 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 I'm going to bet. A lot of people who are picking this game up are not choosing the woman just based on what this game is and the way it's sort of been marketed. Uh, Let's see what she got. Voice actress. And then I was like, okay, 
Yeah, um, th- this this ain't no fem Shep. No, no. Uh, yeah, so it's fine. The uh, the voice acting, excuse me. <laughs> the game I like. The game I I, I enjoyed. Um, I was I was having some trouble with the powers, but having a group like so like it was unclear how I was supposed to heal. I, I realized because I didn't necessarily read super well what <laughs> what my class was. Um, I think when you light people on fire, you you get healed. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, yeah, I chose but, the the tank one, and it's like when you're when you do a, a kill in close proximity of someone, that's when mm-hmm. you do it. So I kind of like that. It forces me to not just hide behind cover and snipe people, but yeah, but I'll, I'll say this. So like, it requires a lot of teamwork. At least when we were playing together, uh, I don't know how it scales or anything like that. But like, I am the kind of person in a game like this. I would love to use a sniper rifle, and then I was using a sniper rifle, and I was like, oh my powers do not work with this gun. Like, like just in terms of like how to heal, how to do whatever, like, because the, t- the pyromancer or whatever they're called is, uh, supposed to be like, um, uh, medium to close range, which you might as well just take medium off because the, those enemies do not care. <laughs> they do not care about cover. They don't care about anything. Um, which was, which I thought was kind of weird because like in the tutorial, it's telling you, here's how to use cover in the same way that like gears of war does, but the enemies are constantly like moving up. So they were constantly like behind us and like to our left and right. So there was just no point in getting in cover because we would just be stuck to the wall. And so like, yeah, we're safe from one end, but the other end we're like, we lose a lot of mobility from, do you know what I mean? I, I, I do think the AI is pretty good in it because it does force you to keep moving. Because I think a lot of these yes, games, yes. like with these third-person cover shooters, they generally just have people like kind of right outside your range. They are also behind cover. But these enemies do move, and there's enough different types of enemies that make you active and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think having a group would make a lot of this game easier. Uh, yeah. Not necessarily in terms of like the, the challenge, because I think they do have like the world tier system to make it easier or harder. But did you play the mission where you have to uh, to fight the to kill the guy who um, made you go in the storm once you woke up from cryo? Yeah, like right at the beginning, the nerd. Yeah, did you? And you had yeah. to like go in and kill him. Yeah, that that woman was like, "Ah, can you kill this guy?" And you're like, "Yeah, I can do it." He's a jerk, right? Yeah. So that boss battle was real hard for me alone. Oh, 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 oh! No, no, not the nerd guy. The this is like in the battlefield where there's like a woman or like a person who's like all curled up and like go kill yeah, this person. Yeah, and you please. like throw yeah, yeah, the yeah. head at him. Yeah, afterwards. which which was like so. That, my totally group and I, odd, we, huh? We did that, and then we're like, "Hey, what's up?" And they just throw this at him. Like, when did we get that? Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa! At least they didn't go like, "Hello, how are you doing?" Like, that would have been a real <laughs> tone if they took it like a puppet. But anyway, yeah. so that battle was really tough single player because I'm sure there was just uh, whenever you're fighting one of those like uh, what are they called? Anointed, whatever. Um, um enhanced. They enhance no. whatever they are. They're really hard. Yeah. <laughs> They're like really yeah. hard to, to to fight, and like it would be good to have like multiple people shooting from different angles and being mobile because not only were you dealing with the group of people, but with him, it's just a lot to have them all focused on you as the single player. Right. And it was really not fun to like, I probably died like eight times, but I'm also a bad gamer. Right. Uh, but, uh, I I feel like having multiple people would have really made that fight kind of fun and strategic in a different way. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's a good game. I like it. I am. I am excited to see more. Yeah. We got to the end pretty quickly because, again, we were just skipping as much as we possibly could because we we're like, let's play the game. Um, and then it was like, you want to buy the game? And we're like, we'll let you know later. 
<laughs> like, hard to commit now. Um, I do. I do have to say that that's probably the the worst thing about this is that I can't buy the game now. That is not out right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I could buy right. the game. Give me give me their money. But you know what I say about pre orders? Don't do it unless you get something really cool like a, like a figure of uh, something or a body pillow, like a steel book, a body pillow. Oh yeah, those all those um, near replicant body pillows that they're making. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all, all those uh, cyber cyberpunk. Uh, Keanu Reeves body pillows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That probably exists. Probably, maybe. Yeah, or River Ward. It's like one side it's him, the other side it's just like a <laughs> lemonade can. <laughs> um. So you said that that was the worst part about the Outriders demo, but uh, to my understanding, you were having some trouble with the PC version of it. Oh, dude, dude, dude. So I w- when this when this whole thing first like was released, I just want to play it on PC because again, I got my PC here. I was sitting here. It was yeah. out. I was waiting for a meeting to start. I'm like, I could start playing it, but I get so I'm I hate PC gaming. Like I, I no, there's no way around it because yeah. every game you buy is a different launcher. And it feels like every game you buy that has a different launcher, it has to be a different login. Uh, what email did I use for this versus that? There's like so many because uh, for this one, I, I I literally could not download the game for my PC oh. because you had to go to like the Square Enix website and then it would take you back to this one place where you click to register and then i tried to register like multiple times but they said you already have an account but then when i went to log in or forget my password they said you don't have an account and it was just like a back and forth that i was like i can't play this game i want to play this demo i want to try it out but like it was a a 40 minute process for me to finally get it downloaded and then i go to my ps5 and it's just up there and i download it right right immediately (laughs) and like by the time the other one was like downloaded i could start playing my other one i literally like as that was going on i went to the playstation uh website uh went to the playstation store downloaded the demo and just from my computer downloaded to my ps5 like that's how like easy that was compared to what they wanted me to do and i still don't even know like how complicated it is it's just it's just so frustrating when you want to play something and they just don't let you play it and you got to go through a ton of different screens and i feel like a lot of pc gaming is like that you know making sure like the joke is like oh gotta update your drivers and your graphic settings and stuff like that yeah i mean maybe it's the optimal way to play stuff but it was just very annoying to do it I, as as someone who exclusively plays games on consoles, um, I don't have any interest in getting like a gaming PC because I'm happy enough to, playing the games that I have that are available to me, and I like turning a console on and knowing that it's going to work the way I want it to every single time. Like f- with obviously some exception, but like to my understanding of PCs, like sometimes it just doesn't work, and you're like I. You worked perfectly fine last night, and then now you're not, you know? And I know, obviously, well, if you really know your PC inside and out, I'm like, well, I won't because I'm a dummy. And I have like, a life. I, I I just, I don't have the time to, like, understand entirely how the many complex parts of Yeah, computer. I'm still learning how to make sourdough bread. I haven't had a starter since the beginning of quarantine. I tried, like, four times. It didn't work, and I, I keep feeding that bad boy. Yeah. Yeah. Have you made sourdough bread? Is it good? No, it didn't rise correctly. It was like very like dense and gross. And and Mm. then I just had like a bunch of loaves of like bad sourdough. 
And I was like, I'll get better at this. So then I bought like a, a proofer box to help make make it rise. Basically, yeah. a proofer box is something that can keep it like temperatures like 80 degrees to yeah, 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 200 yeah. degrees or whatever. But then that was on back order. So then by the time yeah. it finally came, my my interest in having a pandemic hobby was over. And <laughs> right. uh, then I just have this proofer box I've used like twice. Once to <laughs> try to dry out bread for stuffing. Uh, the other time to try to make the sourdough raise and it didn't work. And then um, I, I have never, I just keep feeding the starter every day. Mm. Every day. Um. Every I day. guess we're going to get updated about that next week. No, next year, probably. <laughs> okay, gotcha, ne- gotcha, next gotcha. Next pandemic, I'll be an expert a sourdough maker. Don't say next pandemic, man. Please don't say that. Um, I can't. We're going to just straight up move on. Let's talk about game demos and betas and <laughs> things like that. Are you... Okay, so in line with the Outriders demo, what's the last demo you played? Uh, I The last one I played... And this is this is weird... The last demo I played, and I'm going to put demo in quotes because this was literally a beta, the Project Triangle Strategy demo. Oh, sure, sure. And and the reason I, I put the quotes around the demo was because they literally like, this is an early thing of the game. We want your feedback to make sure that this game can be improved when we eventually release it in 2022. And I'm like, doesn't that mean this is a beta? Yeah, because it's like a test. Yeah. I mean, like it is a demo because it's like, part of the story part of the game but like the idea of a beta is play the game not finished let us know what you yeah, think yeah and like help us yeah. finish it so like that's legitimately that unless they just said <laughs> sure. but even it'd be weird if their strategy was it is a demo but it's coming out next year play it now why right right in the uh, middle of it it was like chapter 10 they just throw you into and it's like <laughs> this is a confusing story but you'll get it maybe see you in a year <laughs> right um i cuz i think the last demo i played was the avengers and uh, we we had a whole episode where we talked about that uh you are more likely i think out of you and i you are more likely to pick up a demo i typically don't because i'm usually kind of like oh i'll play it when i play it like if a game looks interesting to me you know maybe i might pick up the demo but for the most part i know the kinds of games i likes i like i'll play the game when i play the game you know um so, yeah, I, I don't play a whole lot of demos. And because, um, well, Avengers was a beta, wasn't it? Uh, or was, I, or was I, it I would argue that Avengers uh, is still a beta. Okay, that's fair. Um, <laughs> I'll give but, that to but you. But it was a beta, but didn't they release the beta like a month before it came out? It was like, yeah. It was, it was like, like immediately before. It was before. like so close before it came out and yeah, technically it was a beta but like what like that's I think like what the heck is a beta versus a demo is part of right. it. But but to what you were saying like yes, I do I do like to play demos um a lot. Well, what's what's nice about a demo I will say is like movies get trailers, games should get demos because a trailer for a game is basically just a logo. Yeah, like really that's all a trailer is because I mean so much stuff is canned so much stuff is fake you look at cyberpunk you look at you know we talked about halo 2 back when for some reason um like i i just think that a demo is a good way to experience like are you gonna like this game are you you know whatever but i think to your point like the line between a beta and a demo is so like finicky at this point that i personally am kind of like well if i play the beta slash demo and they change stuff about that 
then I still don't know if I like the game or not. Like, you know, it can help me get the vibe, understand the some of the systems or whatever. But like at the end of the day, I don't know if I'm going to like it just based off of sort of a demo like that. Yeah, it's 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 hard to tell. Like uh, looking at a game like uh, even like early access, which is technically like demos slash it's like beta, beta like, right? So yeah. a game like um, uh, what is that? Hades, right? Hades is a game that famously had been uh, something that's been worked on for quite some time. It was in early yeah. access; people could play it. They had comp like people already had beaten it, known it, all this stuff, and it really helped to make that final product what it was. Mm-hmm. Like polished, clean, good, got your feedback that you need. I I don't personally think I would have enjoyed that game any m- more or even really at all if, as you're playing the really rough version of it and it kept changing it constantly. I don't think yeah. I would have enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like a demo that I play, um, or even a beta that I play that carries your progression over. I think that's mm-hmm. important to want to play those. Like for the Avengers beta, if you beat it, you got like a special like Hulk skin or something like that, I think. Like a thing that you could only get and unlock that you could only get for doing it. So it felt like got worth it. it. Yeah. The Outriders one, your progress carries over to the final pro- uh, game that you play. Mm-hmm. So like that that like incentivizes you to to play through those a little bit because if you like it, you can keep playing. If you don't, then you don't, right? Which is fine. Right. But if like what you're playing and you're putting a lot of time into something and it literally doesn't mean anything and it doesn't matter and you can't play it, I, it's hard for me to, at least personally, I don't think I'd uh, like that as much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have like a favorite demo or beta or early access game that you've played? Because I, I, I do and I have a clear definitive answer. Uh, I don't necessarily think I do. Um, I played the the beta for destiny when it came out mm-hmm. it was fine and i just played played it a little bit and then they came out with uh i believe the same year it was released in like december they made like the first couple levels free to play so you could got play it. it and i and i really got hooked to that game because of that free demo early access kind of thing and because of that uh i bought the game and i love destiny ever since i'm not like one yeah. of those destiny players like uh, full disclosure never rated i like to play on my own which is why i kind of like outriders because i don't feel like yeah. i have to play them if i don't want to but i also feel like i do because it's kind of hard huh hmm. but i would say destiny would be one that is like a very like memorable moment for me uh with playing a demo and then leading to me purchasing it Got it. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because for me, there are two demos in my childhood that I remember very fondly. One, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker came with um, the GameCube version of Ocarina of Time. So, like, I had a single disc that had Legend of Zelda NES, Legend of Zelda 2, Link's Adventure of Link, uh, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and then a demo of uh, Wind Waker. And so it just, it starts you on one of the early islands and you just get to, you know, walk around. There are a handful of quests you can do, but it's, it's like a 20 minute demo. And then it just kicks you out after 20 minutes and says, all right, thanks. Goodbye. Uh, by the game. I played that a lot. Just messing around on this Island. Right. And, and that was good fun. And then I played the, eventually played Wind Waker and it was great. However, in terms of just messing around on an Island, there is no better demo than Just Cause 2. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. 
it just drops you in. You, you have like a little cutscene where like one of the like gang, not gang leaders, but like one of the like faction leaders is like, here's who I am. I'm part of the Scorpion gang. Go cause some havoc. And I'm sure there's like some story stuff you could do, but it was literally just like, it was basically just a slice of the open world. And just cause two is a great mess around open world destruction game. Um, and it was, uh, we would, it would like take turns. I would go to people's houses that had the, that demo and we would just take turns trying to see who could blow up as many gas stations as they possibly could. It's a great demo. I think, I hope there's someone out there listening being like, yes, <laughs> because, because I don't, I don't know how many people played it, but like, I just remember going to people's houses being like, this is the best game ever. And then I had it and I was like, yeah, it's fine. But like the demo was great because we would just take turns. And I think as soon as you die, the demo starts over. So like, as soon as you die, try and cause as much havoc as uh, chaos as you possibly can switch controllers. You know what I mean? Pass yeah, controller. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a, that was, that was a great one in my, um, experience. I've not been like blown away by anything recently though, but I, again, I don't play them very often. Well, I wasn't blown away with the Avengers, but look at me buying it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a hurt individual. Well, there are remedies I, for that, like outriders. Buying the game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I N- Nintendo, I think, has been doing a lot of good things with their uh, demos. Um, mm-hmm. The, and this is like because I, I eventually kind of uh, stopped playing the game, but like Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. That was a pretty that good a demo, didn't it? Demo. Uh, it, yeah. it was like a pretty good slice of that game. Uh, you got to play like kind of like the first chapter right before you recruited the uh, heroes from uh, uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, and like it's it was it it just kind of works because you you get to know what the game's like, and it really sold me on that game because it was like, wow, this really feels like I am in Breath of the Wild, even though I'm doing like different combat and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it was just enough to make me not get sick of it. <laughs> Yeah. So it was almost like then I started playing it. I'm like, oh, the game is just more of this, huh? Uh, ooh, tricked, tricked me. But <laughs> I did enjoy playing the demo. And it's not that it tricked me. Like, I'm, I'm saying that more in jest because I think it was a good it was a good way to get me interested in that game. Um, mm-hmm. And your progress carried directly over. It was really easy to do, really easy just to purchase that and then be where I was. And I didn't have to replay that. Um, another, like, really good thing that Nintendo did was when they had Dragon Quest Eleven released. Uh, they had a uh, downloadable demo for that that okay. was a good like four to six hours of that game. And if you've ever played like a you know JRPG, you know that like the beginning of the game is very story heavy, light on yeah. the combat slow, and stuff like right. that, and slow. Uh, but this this thing had not only the setup of the story, which is really awesome. I love that Dragon Quest Eleven story, but they had like the first like real dungeon at the end of it that felt like a good idea of like what dungeons and combat in the game would be. And that game is like a, you know, I put 65 plus hours into that game yeah and um, like getting like a six hour chunk of it really like was like, Oh, okay. I really do want to keep playing this game and go back to it. And again, progress carried over really easy. You got like a little bonus or something silly for uh, playing the demo. Uh, And like that, that stuff is like, it's a really good way to sell the game, I think. Sure. Well, and I think that especially in a game like a JRPG, where if you're going to say play four hours of this, the story will or your progress will transfer over. That's huge because, like, I can imagine, like, well, I like those four hours, but like, I don't know if I want to do them again. 
right in this moment you know yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> man i am so bad with replaying games too and like wanting to go back and replay them that yeah. is really hard for me to do that like i get mad when i lose 30 minutes of a save in a game and i have to mm-hmm. go back and replay that mission again or something <laughs> yeah. like that like let alone the entire beginning of the game um that i yeah, I lost uh recently like three hours of assassin's creed valhalla like right at the beginning and i was not very happy <laughs> i was quite upset you were just you playing the demo imagine. though it's okay yeah, I was just playing the demo of a demo. 60 hour game. <laughs> That's all it was. No big deal. Yeah, it's, it's a good game. But um but there's a, another game that we both sort of played. Uh I played it this weekend. I don't know when you played I assume at some point this week. Uh and and that game is Maquette. This is one of the free PS Plus games for what month is this? March. Um <laughs> I had like no knowledge of what this game was until you texted me about it and then I was looking into it and I was like, "Oh, this looks like a game I would very much like. And can you guess if I like this game or not? You did. I loved it. Oh, I loved it. Good, good. I um, was like, oh, is there a trick question? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. I, yeah, I sort of set that up weird. Um, no, I, I, I really, really liked it with like a few very big asterisks that like I need to talk about. <laughs> okay. All right. Before you go into it, it I, I like the game too. Like I thought it was... Mm-hmm. A fun little puzzler. I think it's a game like this is perfect for a PS Plus. Oh yeah, um, because uh, you know uh, you 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 will download this. I don't think I would have like been happy to spend what twenty thirty dollars on the game necessarily. And sure, that's, you know I'm just cheap in that way. But I don't think I would go uh, have gone outside of my way to buy this game if that was an option but the mm-hmm. fact that it was there i and i you know i saw reviews and people talking about it and i was like oh okay i'd play this game specifically yeah. is what like four hours how long did it take you i did it in like three okay man but ML, we'll mlg get, gamer over here but we'll get to that we'll Uh-oh. get to why it took me three hours is and that now, a lot, wait it's, so you, why it was short yeah oh okay cool, cool, cool so um it is to set it up this is a puzzle game that is sort of going over a relationship from it going going over like a new relationship. Um, and the puzzles themselves are very similar to a game that I talked about last year um, called Superliminal, where it's like perspective and size is how um, things sort of like how you solve puzzles. So in the middle of these like different levels is a very miniature version of the level and so you can drop items into that miniature version and then they are the size like they change size so now like a small key that you put in the in this miniature version you turn around now that key is giant does it kind of make sense and then you can make it even bigger or smaller or whatever it's a real like it's like a like it's like when you put a screen up to another sc- like a camera yeah like, yeah, a, like yeah. a camera to a camera and you just see like the same image like you know over and over and over again repeating and like the one the one that you're in is the biggest and then it gets smaller and smaller and smaller and they really like go crazy with that yes and and like there's an even bigger one outside of the the regular size one that you're in uh, which is sometimes a little confusing. Like where you but, actually are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes sometimes it's like, am I in the right me? Like yeah. um, Did you do you know who the who the voice actors were? There's two. Uh one of them is Bryce Dallas Howard, and the other There's... one is her husband. Yeah. Who he, I've never heard of before. Seth Gable. Uh I 
had never heard of him either. But like, as soon as the credits were rolling, I was like, dang, who are those voice actors? They were great. And then it was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it, it, it made Dallas the scene Howard in the game when, when you're in high heels running away from a T-Rex make more sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that sort of does sort of put that perspective in there. Yeah, or when yeah. there's that scene where you like direct a handful of episodes of The Mandalorian or, or that one appearance on Arrested Development. Where, where you rate people based on how they interact with you. Black Mirror episode, you should see it. It's pretty good. Okay, yeah, I was going to like, I don't know what that one was. Um, or you are in Spider-Man 3. When re-watching that uh, a couple years back, I had no idea that she was in it, like in the moment. But then seeing her there, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, I, I watched it like last summer and... She shows up and is like, oh, <laughs> I didn't realize you. I actually couldn't put a face to who Gwen Stacy was <laughs> in this movie. And it's Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, but their, their performances, I thought were great. I thought the writing was great. I Like I loved I loved the writing. I loved the relationships. Um, uh, like the, the voice acting was so was so great. And the way that the story was told was awesome. It's sort of told through. Like you never see these characters, uh, but you hear their voices and you he- have these moments where you hear them. And then there's also like writing on the walls that like sort of details what's going on. And the soundtrack is great for each new area. There's a new like like song ass song, like a licensed song. But it's like it's nothing song I've ever heard of. Song. <laughs> but, like I'm saying, like songs that were not written for the game. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're it, like it, bops too. Like you're playing it and all of a sudden like, like when you start off, it's like, damn, I am in a mood. I don't know what that mood is, but I am in one. Reminded me a lot of Juno. Uh like each of the I think each of the seasons starts with a new song. It's one of my favorite movies ever. Um so as soon as it starts and it's like, here's like a here's a song that you've never heard of, but you're into. And like this story as it's going, I was like, okay, I can get down with this maquette. I had no idea what you were going to be, but I'm into it. Um, I loved every part of that. And then, uh Oh, I had to do the puzzles. And I think this game, like the story is great, but I had no idea why it was a puzzle game. Do you know what I mean? Like I like I obviously because it was a, it's a video game, but like I did not see any connection between some of that stuff and like what exactly is going on in like the story. I, there there was some stuff that was that was like um, connected, obviously. So like some of the imagery, but like for the most part, like the different just like houses you're maneuvering through and and things like that just didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, I think this game, the best way to uh, explain it to someone from a very like simple level, it's a walking simulator mixed with a puzzle game. Yeah, but my problem is I did not like the puzzles. I thought they were like actually really bad for the most part. Some of them were pretty good, but uh, like I think the last sequence I think was great. Um, but I like actively didn't like the puzzles, which sucks because I really really liked the story i liked the aesthetic i liked everything else going on um and because i i think this game suffers a lot from like what the fuck am i supposed to do syndrome like (laughs) i'll give you an example so in the first okay so in the very first area you do this like garden section and it's like the tutorial where it teaches you here's how you pick stuff up here's how you use items whatever um it drops you into the world it teaches you about like okay here's how you uh 
it doesn't really hold your hand. It just like says, figure it out a little bit. Um, but you sort of learn, okay, I can adjust things like this and whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, there are four different areas. You start off, you do one puzzle, that area closes off. You can't go back there. There's another section with like a Ferris wheel. That's very sweet. That section closes off. You can't go over there. Third section you go, um, you do the puzzle, you move on. There's this new area where it's like clearly where the game wants you to go, but there are no items that you can pick up and you have to get across this. Um, you have to get across this like space, this like cliffside to get to this house. And then to get the, um, to, to get into the house, you have to unlock the door with a key. I was just like wandering, like, what am I supposed to do? There were no items to pick up there. There were no ways I can manipulate it from the actual tiny, like little dollhouse version of everything. Um, I was like, okay, I'm going to look up the first step of what I'm supposed to do. They're like, okay, go back and grab the key that you had from the last place. And I was like, what do you mean? I can't go in the last places. Oh, except for this place where I can. And then it's like, okay, now shrink down the key really small and unlock this door. And I'm like, well, hold on. Doors open, like, these keys can open multiple doors? Do you know what I mean? Like, it it was, there were enough things where I was kind of like, okay, well, you just, you taught me that I can't go back to these areas, so I wasn't looking in that area. And then it's also like, okay, well, I know that keys don't open multiple doors, and you never really told me that that would work. I just was assuming, I guess, which, I mean, I guess that's on me. But, like, it just, it didn't feel very connected, and, and I was having a hard time understanding it. And so I was sort of... After that moment, I was kind of like, okay, if I get stuck on a puzzle again, obviously I'm going to try as hard as I can here. But I was like, as soon as I get stuck, I'm out. <laughs> like, I got to be out uh, because I just, it, the logic doesn't totally make sense for me. And some of those puzzles that I did have to look up, I was like, oh, good. I'm glad I looked that up because I would have spent hours and hours and hours trying to figure this out and I would have never got it. I, I think at a uh, uh, at a certain point in this conversation, I would like to do a, a break to be like the more spoiler filled part of the yes, me too. other me review, too. just to talk more about like the story aspects and some of the puzzles that were challenging one way or another. Because uh, I know what you mean, but also I think the, I, I I can get frustrated with puzzle games very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and The Witness uh, is one of those games I think we both talked about in one way or another as being like you look at it. And it's like the good game in theory. Yeah. Like I'd probably like it in theory, but then playing it, it is just like not fun. Yeah. But, and part of the reason is that the game is so open. A game like that, a puzzle game is so open that you have so many different places to go to and things that you could do that it's really hard to focus for me. Mm-hmm. And when you get stuck, you're you're screwed in a game like that because you can go anywhere. Yeah. But in this game, they at least sectioned it off in a way so I'd never felt like the world was too big for me to explore to try to find out what pieces yeah, yeah, I yeah. could interact with. And I, I did like how they like kind of sectioned things off because that at least made it like I knew I was done there. I didn't have to go back there. Right. The, But this game, but. the puzzles are so linear in terms of like there's only one way to solve them. Yeah. Except there Sometimes. are multiple <laughs> ways to break the game. Oh, sure. Yeah. In a way that made it harder for me to solve some of the puzzles. Mm-hmm. 
So a, a good example of this is there's this one puzzle in one of the worlds that had something to do with like you basically had these like cubes or these like like crystals that when yeah. you walked through a, a barrier with the same crystal, you could walk through it. And if you didn't have that color crystal, then you couldn't walk through it. Yeah. And there was this one puzzle like near the end of it where you had like two different crystals that you were like juggling between and you came out the house with one of the crystals and then the the front door was like or the barrier it was a different color barrier than the barrier to the area that you're in so yeah. i don't know what to do so i'm sitting there trying to like do all this stuff and i found a way to like jump on top of a fence and like <laughs> kind of like bunny hop my way around it throw the crystal yeah. over jump over it as well so then i have the other color crystal and then i progress through the game for like a couple yeah. of puzzles and then i get to a point where i needed the crystal color that i left in the other world but then I couldn't go back to get it because mm -hmm. I had broken the logic of a game in a way that I yeah. couldn't go back and get it without restarting that game or that level. Yeah, and when you re click restart, I was like, "What? I wonder what this does." I did that like, towards the, the end of a level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, "Oh, I thought yeah. it was like the section or whatever." Yeah, yeah. yeah, but and the annoying thing about that was like they have like an auto uh, auto save but also like a manual save feature so you can like work mm -hmm. your way around that but there were several times where i would be coming up with a solution to a the puzzle that they didn't want me to but the game didn't allow me to do that but they allowed yeah. me to do that like the logic of the game didn't allow me to do that but the programming of the game did allow me to do that right and like that was where i got the most frustrated because i did kind of like how it was a more linear puzzle solving game mm -hmm. it, it, it challenged me um and when i did get frustrated on a puzzle um uh, there were several of them that i got frustrated on one of them it was like i knew how to solve it but like i didn't want to like go through the process of solving it <laughs> was it was it the tetris thing at the end uh no it was the uh the one with the 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 flat things you had to lay the pillars on oh my gosh that one sucked yeah. at the end but yeah. um did you use the playstation cards the playstation plus cards at all for this Oh no! So was that was that like walkthroughs and stuff? Yeah, they they, they did the. I, I use this oh, for bug cool. snacks too. So uh, it was really convenient to like get stuck on one of these puzzles because if you just pulled up your uh, PlayStation uh, button menu, they had like the the video that showed you how to do it. Oh, cool! I did that like three times, but like it was a thing when I was bopping my head against a puzzle that it was really easy to find the answer for it so just mm -hmm. when i would get frustrated i looked up the answer and i think i get it like maybe three times because i'm a baby yeah. gamer not a good gamer but uh, i feel good that you are with me with being the baby gamer on this on this well that's the thing it's game. like as soon as i realized like oh that didn't make any like i would never have come to that solution because that sort of defies the logic of like what the game had already been telling me i was kind of like okay as soon as i get frustrated with a section i'm gone um this is this is the spoiler for a puzzle later on, not a story spoiler, but I want to talk about it real quick. There's a part where you walk into a room and there's a giant key on the ground that you can't pick up. And we've seen these giant keys before. Okay, cool. You walk into the next room and there is like a divot in the ground about like that you can pick up that key and you pick it up and it's still a pretty big key but it doesn't fit in the door that you want it to and then there's another divot in the ground where you can change the size of the key and it's like okay so you have to logic your way to figure out how to make this key the exact size i need it to be and i was like working on it and i had one that was like really close to the sides and i was like what the hell like 
this is the size of the key. It, like it, it, the way the game has sort of taught me this, like this should be the size of the key. I'm not going to be able to make this a little bit smaller. You either make it, it's big changes, not small changes. I'm like, what the heck? And then I look it up. Did you do this too? That this is you was up? some straight up bullshit. That was the only puzzle in the game that I'm like, straight up bullshit. You did nothing to even there's allude to this but nothing to even allude to this basically you have to make make the key as big as you can make it and carry it or not as big as you make it and make it a ramp to get another key to go upstairs into an area that is completely hidden that i assumed i couldn't get to because like there's text over it (laughs) like there is text over it so it's like oh i'm not gonna go up there it's just a hole in the ceiling for the whatever so you go up the stairs and it's like oh the right size key is right here like so then why did you have me what was i fucking around with like there's no reason for the I, and like, that's that's the kind of puzzle where I was like, I was gonna solve it. I tried to solve it, and then I looked up the solution. I was like, I would have never in a million years landed on this solution, never. Um, and I, I mean, I like puzzle games. <laughs> that's the thing is like, I like puzzle games. I liked to, to to really think about something to solve it. But as soon as I started to realize, like, okay, sometimes this game is not gonna be super. Like like the solutions are gonna be a little bit more obtuse than you're maybe going to be able to think of that i was like all right as soon as i start to run my head against the wall and say like i don't get this i'm gonna look it up and usually i looked it up and i was like okay cool i'm glad i saved some time because i would have never arrived on that solution never yeah there there were three puzzles i had to look up one was that one the other one was the one when you had to make the thing the crystal as small as possible and put it through the fence through the fence. That, that, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. I, had to, I had to restart from that. Right, because that was the part where I got stuck when I was jumping over the bunny hopping mm-hmm. over the thing and dropping the other crystal. That yeah. was a frustrating one. Um, and then the the final one I had to look up was the one I was talking about where you had to lay pillars on a 2D surface mm-hmm. that was on a flat surface. And then in another room, it like had it so it was like standing up and large and like you could use them as a platform. Now, the reason that puzzle was so damn hard was because of, I think, the worst thing about this game is the jump button. The fact that there's a jump button. No, I was going to say the controls. Yeah, well, that's and part of one, it <laughs> one of one of the game is trying parts of the game is trying to manipulate these objects and placing them in just the perfect way that you can use it to like you know put the bridge in the right place or drop the large key to make a large bridge or whatever it was yeah and the the way they do that it uh, it, it it's trying to make <laughs> you like be like in minecraft and like control and put blocks down like in minecraft but it was so damn frustrating because you have to basically use the triggers to make the object go closer and further away from you and then you can kind of like adjust it up and down by moving your camera up and down but it like doesn't move well and to like get these like platforms to like lay in just the right way was so darn frustrating and every time I had to manipulate something and move it around I was just cursing at it because that is the inexcusable part of a puzzle game not a puzzle that's that's too obtuse for me to um come up with the answer to the inexcusable part is when it's not that the answer is too hard it's that you're making it too hard for me to get to that answer or for me to try out different things in order to get that answer and there were several times in the game when that just happened and i was just like this ain't cool this ain't fun but again looking up the solution made it slightly easier but it was one of those like once i looked up the solution for that pillar puzzle i had to be like now I got to do it, though. Shit. Yeah, well, that's the thing. <laughs> the, like, the problem is the problem is not coming to the solution because the solution is simple enough. But like 
when there's nothing worse in my opinion i mean that's a little drastic there's nothing worse in a puzzle game how about um than than trying to like knowing the solution but not being able to execute it not because of like you know like human error like sometimes like in portal or something like that there were puzzles where i was like oh i just i messed up okay i'll do it again but like when the game is not allowing you to do it that's when it's kind of like oh gosh um uh, when you said the worst thing in the world, the you know, there's a lot of worst things in the world my mind could have gone to. Do you sure, want to know too. what my mind went to? Uh, you will never guess this. It was when okay. You go, I'll bleep it out go, if it's bad. No, it's not bad. I swear. Okay. It's when you go to the fridge and you open it up and there's a pack of Oreos in there because I like to keep my Oreos in the fridge and then you okay. open it up and then you uh-huh. only have like half of the cookie left in there mm, with like mm-hmm. not even cream on it and you were so excited for it and you go in there and there's only half that oreo left in there and you start smacking yourself because you're like why what? did you do this no. to yourself no, you knew that. that tomorrow morning Justin, you would no. want an oreo cookie and no. then you ended up just leaving this in here for you why would Justin, you do you that okay? to yourself no. by the That's... way i they have a strawberry donut um oreo cookies that are real good well that sounds good are you anyway um <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it's like, I hope, I hope, sorry to divert from Oreos for just a moment to talk about the game again. Um, like, I hope you don't walk away from this hearing like these complaints and saying that it's a bad game. I think it's a great game. Actually. I just think that what the unfortunate part is the game part of it is not very good. And I it didn't find it to be a consistent and, um, fun puzzle game. I, I I can agree with you that it's not a con- it's not consistent with some of the difficulty spikes, but I do find that some of those puzzles were kind of clever and fun, and I like that size building mechanic. And mm-hmm. I didn't understand like where it was because the very first part you're literally it's a walking simulator through this like not maze maze, um, yeah. And then you get to this world with this like diorama in the middle, and like the same world outside. And I was like, that's cool. And then when you first realize that this is like a size changing puzzle game, and there's, you're like, there's oh, a, you're like, shit. oh my God, yeah. that it opens up all these possibilities. But like it, it really doesn't because again, it's a linear puzzle game. Yeah. And again, four hours, me getting frustrated three times. I think for a puzzle game, that is a good amount of frustration for something mm-hmm. like this, at least from, from my perspective. Um, and I am the kind of person who does love those like old obtuse point and click adventure games that they design yeah, yeah. in a way to, to make it. So you have to call the help service line um, in order <laughs> to find the answer. Uh, but at least for this one, they, the answers are right on the internet or in a, mm-hmm. in a the PlayStation plus card. Um, and it, you know, it, it, if you like puzzle games, and you like stories, and you like free things, why wouldn't you at least try it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know? Try uh, it out. As as someone who likes all the things that you just mentioned, I don't hate it as a puzzle game. Yeah. It's it's like, the puzzles that work, in my opinion, really worked. I thought, I, the, like, the last section of puzzles, it was, like, awesome. Um but those those straggling puzzles that you, we've sort of mentioned, it's just like it was enough for me to be like, OK, well, then I'm not going to try really hard with this because I don't know how fair you're going to be game. You know, um, I, there, there are some great moments of puzzles. There's a there's a section where you're walking around. This is really early on, too. You're walking around. Um, you're hearing the story and then the story kind of comes to a halt at this wall and you kind of hear something happening behind the wall. And like, huh. 
So you go back out to the to the miniature, and there's like a switch to pull behind the wall. You pull it, and the wall comes down, and it's like, oh, cool! Like that's the kind of stuff where like awareness of what's going on. Yeah, is, and, is and I think that was a big. good one because the answer was telegraphed to you, and it was there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't easy though. Like, like no. I don't think it was like. like you had to think like, about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like walk around, and there's still a little bit of confusion. But like the fact that you heard that mechanical sound behind it was like, wait a second, there's something behind there. How do I get behind yeah. there? Guess how I tried to get behind there? Bunny hop over Jumping. a fence, yeah. and then I then I uh, fell off the world, and I got a trophy, and I was like, okay, all right, <laughs> thank. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. Um, the uh, last question I have for you uh, before uh, we talk about story spoilers: Do you like yeah. it more or less than the medium? <laughs> I like it far more than the medium. Oh, okay, cool. I, I when the credits rolled on this game, I was like, first of all, bopping because that is the best song, the final song in the game. I was like, oh, so good. Um, but I was like, that was wonderful. That was a wonderful game. The, like that made me feel things, it made me think about my own life. I liked it less than the medium you liked it less than the medium yeah mm. i did because you would you said like medium would be like a seven out of ten where, where do you like not to make you give this a score but i'm gonna make you give this a score where would you like throw this see that's why scoring games is hard for something like this uh, i would probably yeah. say it's like a seven seven yeah okay uh and the the thing that this and the medium have in common are the performance issues because man, this game don't run. Oh that my good. gosh, no, it does not. Now, because of the way this game is set up, how it is like a small, a tiny world with a big world with a large world, and then even kind of beyond that, yeah. like when you're manipulating something, is rendering that object moving in three different like spaces, three times, yeah, three different sizes, yeah. And it's sometimes when you're doing that, it really slows down. Uh, none worse than the puzzle you mentioned with the Tetris, with the Tetris. puzzle. That mm-hmm. part was unplayable when you were trying to move the thing around because it was also like as I said before, frustrating to control when you're trying to place something just so. Even yeah. more frustrating to do that when it's lagging like crazy. Um, I literally turned down the graphic settings in it so I could get through that part, and it was still really? not running great. Um, by the way, glad they had the graphic settings. Um, I know some people are like, "Well, I'm not playing PC over here." I'm glad it's there. Sure. Yeah. I mean, when I, I like was frustrated, I turned more it, settings. I turned, put it down. Yeah. Put them yeah. down. But yeah, that, that, I think I think just like the medium, uh, really made me second guess how uh, my uh, how I put together my gaming PC. <laughs> were, you, were you playing this on PC? No, 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 no. But like oh, gotcha, much gotcha. like that, yes, it also yes. was making me second guess the PS5 the power of power. the PS5. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, well yeah. done, Mar- uh, Mar- Marquette, 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 Marquette. <laughs> Maquette. Maquette. Uh, this is the first game by uh, the studio, too. Yeah, it's an Annapurna game developed by... Uh, cold Brew or something like that. I love Cold Brew. I do, too. I love um, Cold Brew and Caffeine Pills. And Annapurna. I like them a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Their games are really good. Do you know what um, Maquette means? Uh, I looked it up, uh, but I don't remember. It's like a small dollhouse, it's right? It's a sculpture, Go ahead. small preliminary model or sketch. Uh, and that's why I think actually it does make mm. a lot of sense because your main mm. character is an artist the whole time. And yeah. this is like uh, you're looking at a relationship from not only being in it, but also in the perspective of being in it. And I think it's kind of cool. And I liked how the world kind of is created around you a lot of the times and it kind of went with that. I thought that was a cool theme throughout. So here are some spoilers All if right, you want to play this we're, game. Yeah, we're moving to spoilers for this four-hour, maybe two-hour epic. Um, it's it's free. 
go play it. I would highly recommend it with a with a guide for those frustrating moments. It's I, quick. I, 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 rec- I recommend it because it's free. Yeah, I would I would probably pay for this. Oh. I'd probably pay for it. Yeah. Well, I'm I I'm I'm stupid and I just buy the Avengers. So sure, sure. I recommend okay. no one buy that. <laughs> something that I something that I loved. Spoilers. Here we go. About this game is that so. I when when we started it, I thought that the text. So the text that you see is in first person, talking about I was this, I was this. But the way that it told the story. It, like because it, 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 it says like I felt this way about you, so like I remember all the times we sketched in your notebook. So I thought I was you. Do you know? Like I thought that the I that that I'm being so confusing about how I'm saying this. The perspective of the text I Peter Spitek thought was a different character than who I was playing as. Like and you, you thought you wait, wait. So you thought that your eye vision was one of the main characters or not one of the main characters? I thought I was playing as the dude. Oh, OK. Cool, cool, cool. In the beginning. Sorry. I can't believe I said that so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I said that the worst. I could have just said I thought I was the dude. It's clear that the perspective of the other person is the uh, of the text is the woman. And with the way that the story was being told, I thought that I was the dude and that I was accompanying the woman along this journey as she was talking about this experience. So she's talking about it. All this stuff is happening. And then about halfway through the game, you break up. And then it's apparent that you're the woman. But the way that I was, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. Keep going, keep going. But the way that the perspective switched for me, it still reads like I, I thought it was cool. I, I thought it was intentional that I went from being like, oh, I'm the dude to then being like, oh, I'm the woman. And then like I thought that sort of perspective switch was was pretty cool and was was um, I, I something thought, I liked. OK, this is why I like talking about the games, because this me is too. the spoiler discussion, because I think you're the man. And I think it's pretty clear you're the man the whole time. At the end? Yeah, you're in his sketchbook. You're going through it. At the end, it's talking about how um, the last time I saw you was at the door. So you go to her door. You have that fight. It talks about how she got a job on the East Coast because you're in San Francisco during this game. She gets Mm -hmm. a job on the East Coast. You didn't see her. You started working on yourself. You started improving, doing more hobbies and that kind of thing. Because the way the – the way the relationship is set up is that the problem with their relationship is they got to that point where her goals in life didn't match up with him and he mm-hmm. did nothing. He, he kind of like stopped dreaming or hoping for things or experiencing yeah. life. He got very like just stagnant with what he was doing. Go home, be quiet, watch TV, that kind of thing. She clearly had this want to do something, go out, be big, explore the world. And mm-hmm. then it wasn't like they were bad people for each other. It was no. just that they stopped working with each other. And I do think that the guy had stopped trying, and that was his problem. That was the problem with the relationship is that it's not that they couldn't have worked out. It's that he needed to work on 
his own life and fix him own, his own self and make him happy. So at the end, when the when the story starts to like progress and it becomes like after the fact that you know they have that conversation of the last time you talked to each other when you were giving them each other's stuff. Um, yeah, you have that moment when the girl gave all of the stuff, like had all this stuff that she gave and you gave her in return, like a box, like a little box yeah. with like nothing in it. And I think that was like a telling part about like, clearly he needs to put more into what he does. And it's ironic that he didn't because you look at this world and the sketchbook that he had put together and it's this beautiful, wide ranging world, but also it's like so small at the same time. Mm -hmm. and, and it's kind of like, you can see everything in the sketchbook and you see what you did wrong and you see how you could have solved this problem, but you didn't. And it can't be solved because you're different people. Now you've moved apart next time. You got to be better. You know what you did. This sketchbook is the, <laughs> is the game plan to fix yourself and show like how, how you can make sure it works next time. Mm -hmm. That's how I took it. Interesting. Um, and I, I mean, what, how did you know that, it was a, it, like it, what in your reading of the game did you think it was the opposite that you were playing as the girl? So so I think you start out as the guy, and 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 this also might be from my perspective as a man. You know what I mean? Of just like I think this could be read differently depending on depending on how I think you identify, which I think is something cool about video games. But um, I think you're playing as the guy, and and the way that the text reads, you think that the text is is. The woman or the man? The man. Oh, interesting. Okay, so I read it as the text was the woman and th uh, the voice was, the, the character was the man that you played as because the uh, a lot of the voiceover was the woman. Mm -hmm. And so I, I associated the text with the voiceover. So I was like, okay, that's who that person is. I'm the, I'm the guy. And then uh, you have that fight where it, it all sort of, it's this isn't why you're fighting, but like this is like this isn't the big reason why you're fighting, but this is like what sparks that incident is your is the guy is like, you know, how is work? And she's like, I was at school. And you're like, okay, well, how is school? And she's like, Well, you just don't care about like what I'm up to? And he's like, Well, no, it's just like I'm asking you how you are. And then it like turns into this bigger thing. And then she talks about and then it talks about like I stormed out. And the text says I stormed out. And then so well, because he he at that point for the first time started to fight and yell, and he didn't live yeah. in her place, so that he stormed out because that was I thought they I got thought a place at, together. I think he moved into her place. Oh, hmm. And then you have that whole scene when you're like walking in the street and you've like left yeah. and you don't know where to come. And I do think that that's one of the interesting that's one of the interesting things about this game because I think this is kind of a legit conversation because this is not the first time like I, I've heard people like talk about like who are you playing as a perspective and I think that's mm -hmm. interesting. And I guess the way I took it too is that you are reading the sketchbook after the fact about. As you were the sketchbook, you were writing in this like it was like a journal you were writing in about the relationship and about things that were happening. And then you're reliving those moments as you're going through the sketchbook. Got it. OK, that's an interesting interpretation because, yeah, I, I just I saw it a little differently. Um, and that's why I like video games. But uh, I, I was surprised a little bit by the ending. And then now that I've finished it, I was like. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, the, the relationship <laughs> is great, and it's it's so lovely, and it made me very like. It it was very good, the way that the story was told and the way that it was written. Where I was walking away, being like, "Wow, I've been there," 
Like I felt these the this way, and I felt the excitement of a new relationship. And I love that conversation he has, where he in the beginning he goes to this party that is at her place um, that her like roommates are throwing. And he gets there sort of before she does because she like is working. And so she's basically like, just get there when you get there. And he's like, uh, okay. <laughs> and so he gets there and he's talking to her friends. Um, and then he tells her like, this guy introduced me as your friend. <laughs> and she's like, is that a problem? And he's like, well, like, I kind of feel like we're not friends. And she's like, well, maybe we're not just friends. And like, it's very sweet. And it's very endearing. And then like the whole time, I'm like, so what's going to fuck it up? <laughs> like, you know, like, cause, like, you know how stories go. Because um, there's no game if it's like, and they were very happy, the end. Um, but I thought they were going to like get back together or something. Or they were going to talk more than they did at the end. That said, in my experience, that's how it goes. <laughs> you know, like where it's like, okay, thank you. I'm moving on. Um, goodbye. Thanks for this stuff back. I appreciate it. I did, I did feel like it was a very still like. It was a little abrupt. Abrupt end because I feel like the, the the resolution was this didn't work out. I tried to make myself better. The end. Yeah. And I, I, th- I, I thought there was going to be more. Yeah. And even like how it ends with the sketchbook and stuff like that. Like I. It just felt like there needed to be something else. Like some kind of like greater understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's like it, it made you think it made it made me real sad because, you know, seeing like a relationship like that, like just not work out when it like, you know, they're two two nice seeming people and they're just not vibing with each other. Kind of sad yeah. to see that. I uh, hate ha- you have to play it, you know, makes me appreciate the relationship I have. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's um, the thing. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing. At the beginning, I was like, oh, Elena would love this. And then at the end, I was like, I'm never going to show her this ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's, I thought that that was the strongest part of the game was the story. And I was excited to uncover more, you yeah. know, and, and see more. I, I um, think my favorite part of the game was the, uh, atmosphere vibe art kind of thing. Yeah. And the reason I say atmosphere vibe is because not only was the game pretty, I liked the colors. I liked how it looked. I mm-hmm. love the music that went with it. I just thought that yeah. like when that stuff popped up, it really just made it a nice like feel. Um, really enjoyed it. There was a moment when you're going down an elevator, like a scripted elevator thing, and they kind of like look out and you see like not only the giant world, but you see like mm-hmm. another one even beyond the giant one. And it's like this yeah. cool little image. And it's just like really beautiful looking game. Um, minus the fact that it runs like garbage <laughs> at some points. But um, yeah, you know, guys, girls, Everyone else, it's uh, it's free. Play it's it. free. There's literally nothing stopping you from trying this game. Our recommendation is to try it. Try it out. And if you don't I like it... As, as soon as it started, I was like, I'm going to like this. Yeah. It starts with a song, and it's been like, we looked through your sketchbook for hours. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so just like, just just play it. Try it out. Think of this as your game pass. Speaking of demos, let's mm-hmm. put a period on this here. Speaking of mm-hmm. demos, nothing is a better demo than a PS Plus game or game pass. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I would have to agree. Uh, try it out. Yeah. If you See if you like it. And then, yeah, I agree. Uh, can I read you my favorite line from this entire game? Please. I, I wrote this down. I sat there. Like, I sat there. I read it. And I, like, read it again. And I was like, wow, I think that this is 
very, very good. Uh, it says this. This is in the section um, as you're sort of wandering aimlessly uh, and, and as your life is starting to, like, you've, so it's been a few, seems like, months or weeks and, and as you are sort of putting yourself back together. It says this. I pried the key out, dropped it in a fountain like a lucky penny, and walked off a little lighter. And not that I've ever, like, I've not experienced the way that this relationship is exactly beat for beat. But I have definitely done that, not necessarily with a house key, not necessarily with whatever, but like that, excuse me, that idea of I made the choice to take this thing that I was holding on to. I let it go and I walked away a little bit lighter. I I thought it was very profound. I I like that. Uh, I I don't like the fact that you could have some stranger taking that key and uh, making replicas. Yeah. yeah. Because it's really easy to find. Um, if you find a key to find out where it goes, if I've learned one thing about video games, specifically well, this game, because it goes in every it line. goes in every door. <laughs> it's a problem. It goes in every door. Um, good game, Maquette. Go try it out. Give it a give it a whirl. Well, if you have any uh, any thoughts about Maquette or what else, do we have? Outriders or demos or whatever, um, or, or dogs, and- I would like to hear your thoughts on dogs. I will listen very intently. Sure. That's very true about Justin. Uh, there's a lot of people. Justin, there's a lot of people in this world who like claim to love dogs. Like I love dogs. I've never met someone who loves dogs more than you. And that's true. Yeah. Our dogs uh, like if, the weirdest if, thing. Like whenever I look, I look at him on like Archie on the couch and I'm like, why is there an animal in our house? It's so cute though. But why? <laughs> that's a fun way to look at it. Like what is this creature doing? It doesn't, in my house? It doesn't make sense. Like he doesn't have a, a, a job. He's, he doesn't. Yeah. What's what he, he do? Like I do everything for him. He looks cute. But he's so cute. He's soft. Uh, he needs a yeah. shower. Okay. Well, shower. bath. I mean, why does he like, shower? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Whoa. You coming home, he's got the little like like shower cap shower on. Shower cap like, on. A loofah, little towel okay, around his waist. Cute. Well, that's uh, actually who quite am I kidding? Cute. He wouldn't have a towel around his waist. He'll let, it, let his freak flag fly. Do you think he wears it? Okay, so around his waist, is that like his belly down or is that all four legs? I mean... He probably wear it like on his back, like a, yeah, okay. like a like a blanket. But who am I kidding? This dog wears a diaper because he's so anxious. So, oh. <laughs> well, if your dog wears a diaper, you can uh, send us pictures of that uh, at Hitbox Pod on Twitter, or you can email us at Hitbox Official Podcast at Gmail dot com. You can also follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave a review there. Share this with a friend, a lover, an enemy, or someone a little bit in between. Maquette. Um, <laughs> I mean, they weren't enemies. They were, they were friends and lovers. And then some of those fights, I was like, "You guys are not friends." You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but there were some of those fights where I was like, "Fuck! I've been there. I've been both of these people." Um, it was, that's and that's one more thing about this, and then we will literally end the show. Um, that's something I think a good game makes you do. Makes you think like, "I've been there." Yeah, I get it. Yeah, like the like Ellie's entire story in The Last of Us Part Two was like, "I've been there." I've been there. I know. I, I feel it. Justin, I know you're kind of making a goof, but like not I've not been there specifically, <laughs> but like I get the anger. I get the the like the uh, the wrath. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've been yeah. there. And that's why you want her to stop. Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about The Last of Us Part 2. So uh, <laughs> this is true. I bought uh, the the art book for the game was half off on Amazon. And I was like, 
yeah, I'll buy this. So I bought it expecting it to be like pretty small. It's huge. <laughs> I'm like excited to like pour through it anyway. Um, yeah. Sh- thanks for listening. Share this with a friend and enemy, uh, someone who killed your surrogate father, someone who killed your actual father. Uh, maybe talk it out first before sending them this <laughs> out of the blue. Uh, my name is Peter Hunspitek. My name is Justin. Me, yeah, I don't know why I did that Are, here. <laughs> um, always remember, old games are old. See you later. Bye. I'll stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>